If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. If you live in Sonoma County, you still aren't eligible to apply for federal disaster assistance after our storms and flooding of December and January. Sonoma County Emergency Management Director Chris Godley says FEMA is still reviewing whether our county is going to qualify or not. People who live in Mendocino County are eligible for FEMA assistance. Mendocino was one of the five counties in California added to the list last week, and President Biden approved a major disaster declaration on January 14th, but only for select counties. Well, Super Bowl 57 lived up to the hype. The Kansas City Chiefs won the championship with a 38-35 victory over the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, the Chiefs trailed at the half 24-14, but the team pulled a ferocious comeback to take an eight-point lead in the fourth quarter. It was an amazing game to watch, and the Eagles came back to tie the game at 35 late, but Kansas City drove down the field to get a winning field goal with only 11 seconds left. Butker up! Got it! Everything perfect there. Snap and hold. No slipping on the turf. And Patrick Mahomes with a big second half for Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes was, of course, named the Super Bowl MVP with 20 of 26 passing for 182 yards and three touchdowns. Patrick also played through an ankle injury suffered before halftime. So that was pretty miraculous. We were all kind of worried that he was hurt, but just just a little injured. Yeah, he looked like he was in a ton of pain. And going into halftime, I thought to myself, oh, how is Patrick Mahomes going to get through this? I mean, he was really in a lot of pain. And overall, I think it was a really good game. Uh, another part of the Super Bowl that was awesome was Chris Stapleton's national anthem. I mean, goodness gracious, it was amazing. There were tears from coaches and players and probably a bunch of homes across the country. And the country community lit up social media praising Chris's rendition of the national anthem. Carly Pierce called it the most soulful anthem ever. Mickey Guyton wrote, wow, Chris, you killed it. Congrats, my friend. And uh, if you missed it, here's a little bit of it. And if you watched it, <laughs> we're going to enjoy it again. Jordan Davis said Stapleton just crushed that anthem. Darius Rucker wrote, awesome job, Chris Stapleton. You killed it. And Parker McCollum said, Chris Stapleton is the greatest singer of all time. And you can't change my mind. Here we go. Isn't this a brand new day? Wake up. Sonoma County wakes up with Amber and Tanner. On Froggy 92.9. Valentine's Day. A very unusual Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's Day. It's perfect. So all of a sudden we're spending Valentine's Day together. The right moment is Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, sweetheart. Love is in the air in Sonoma County. And Billy Currington talked about his very first Valentine. Must be doing something right. Yeah, I remember my first girlfriend. But anyway, I remember like, okay, here's Valentine's Day. And, you know, your mom going, you got to get your girlfriend something. And you got to, like, go give it to her. And I'll never forget, like, I got, a, like, a box of chocolates or whatever it was. And I remember going down to her classroom and knocking on the door and getting her to come to the door. I remember I handed it to her and I took off running. <laughs> Gave it to her and took off running. Oh, well, yeah, we're shy when we're kids. And, you know, at school, which... By the way, Valentine's Day is tomorrow. 
you know, you send off those little candy grams to all your classmates and things like that. But sometimes you get to, you know, give a carnation or something to a little special someone. Yeah. And what Billy Currington said is so true for so many of us, because giving away your first Valentine and asking somebody to be your first Valentine is a terrifying experience. Amber, do you remember your first Valentine on Valentine's Day? I don't, but I do remember someone sending me a candy gram and saying it was from a secret admirer when I was in second grade, and I tried desperately to find out who it was, like (laughs) launched a full investigation, like eight-year-old me, and was just like, I need to know who sent this. (laughs) I even thought it was the teacher. I suspected it, because I thought she felt bad for me, because I wasn't getting a lot of candy grams. So I I asked her, I was like, did you do this? She was like, no. And then I look back and I was like, there's no way she she would tell me that she did it. Yeah. Right? You probably, you know, <laughs> yeah. put a fedora on, a trench coat, and a, launched a full investigation to do it. And I respect that about you because yeah, I, I just would have ate the candy and given up. <laughs> yeah, that's like one time I left candy on your desk and you ate it and didn't ask who it was from. I thought that was so weird. <laughs> it's like, you weren't going to investigate? Like, <laughs> I was like, as long as I got this Twix <laughs> bar on my desk, I am a happy sure, camper. Sure, you're saying thank you to anybody. You're just going to eat it. <laughs> I remember remember the my first valentine like it, it was yesterday because it was a little bit of a fail so the first girl i ever asked to be my valentine was a girl named kaylin and it was in the first grade and i took so much time on this card you know i cut it out in a heart and i wrote uh, a handwritten note with candy and i accidentally wrote caitlin on the card and her name was kaylin did she get upset uh honestly i don't think i ever talked to her again so my assumption is oh. that she was a little bit annoyed. I mean, we went to elementary school, junior high together, and high school, and we never connected after I asked her to be my Valentine. It's too bad, Tanner. And she uh, left me on red and you, never she, got back to me. You could have been married with kids to Kaylin mm. if you'd just gotten her name right. <laughs> got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. So do you take hot or cold showers? I saw this when you were gone, Tanner, that cold showers are trending online. Uh, So I did some research and apparently people are taking cold showers when they wake up because it improves the immune system, circulation, and apparently vitality. Uh, Research is showing that cold showers can also relieve symptoms of depression and clear your mind. I don't care if my mind is clear. I don't care if my immune system goes up. There is no way I am ever taking a cold shower. (laughs) Zero chance. It's sounds awful. It truly does, but I've taken cold showers before and they're not that bad. You kind of get used to them. Ugh, nope. (laughs) No way. Like, my showers have to be so hot, like, I have to expect blisters to appear on my skin. (laughs) No. (laughs) Uh, You know, I've heard a lot about ice baths recently and I've seen people online uh, like, putting ice and water in a bowl and then dipping their face into it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Apparently, it's really good for you. I'm not going to take ice baths, but I might start taking cold showers and seeing if it improves my life. Yeah, when I played sports way back in the day, we had to take those ice baths very, very often. And... uh, 
I mm-mm. I did not enjoy it at all, but you got to do what you got to do in sports. But now <laughs> I don't play sports or work out or anything. I'm not going to Yeah. going to do that. There's no there's no reason for you and I to take ice baths. We're not, <laughs> you know, trying to be elite power athletes or anything. I mean, at least I'm not. Maybe you are. <laughs> don't you know I'm trying to <laughs> Be in the Olympics next time around. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> yeah, of course. About you wanting to be in the Olympics. <laughs> I mean, no telling. But, you know, we did take a poll on our Instagram because I was curious if there was anyone out there actually taking cold showers. Uh, so this is up right now on our Instagram story and Amber and Tanner in the morning asking, do you take cold or hot showers? And 94% of Sonoma County take hot showers. Yeah, I'm surprised that 6% even voted that they take cold showers. <laughs> you need to reveal yourself. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Super Bowl! We have the commercials. Including the commercials. The last time Fox hosted the Super Bowl back in 2020, a commercial spot cost $5.6 million. But this year, a 30-second ad was $7 million. So much money. I saw that, that tiny little... Uh, cameo that Elton John made on the Doritos commercial. Yes. Like, they had to pay him like $1.5 million just for like that two second cameo. Yeah, where he was playing a giant triangle. Yeah. In the Jack Harlow one. That was a really good commercial. And there were some great ones, ones that weren't so impressive. What was your favorite? Amber, do you want to kick us off? Sure. I mean, I really loved the Ben Affleck Duncan commercial, especially when J-Lo pulled up to the uh, window and was just like, Get me a glaze. Welcome to Dunkin', a new special. Dunkin' Run, medium or large coffee, get a donut for an incremental dollar. Like, how can it be this inexpensive and good? Cream, no sugar. I'm just going to have to just give you 10 munchkins. He he loves Dunkin'. Yes. So I finally, you know, they've made him a part of the Dunkin' community officially as of this commercial. I love the part in the commercial where someone didn't know who Ben Affleck was. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think he said something to the effect of like, oh, do you know who I am? No. <laughs> You're my person at Duncan. He was like, we're out of coffee. <laughs> They're like, what do you have? He's like, water. He's like, are you serious right now? So good. <laughs> I probably have to say my favorite Super Bowl commercial this year. So T-Mobile had a few commercials and I thought they were all very good. Like they had one with John Travolta doing grease in it. Yeah. But probably my favorite one was the one where Bradley Cooper and his mom tried to do a commercial. Check this out. To tell you all the incredible things about T-Mobile, we tried to make a commercial with Bradley Cooper and his mother. Hi, how can I help you? Yeah, I don't like the way you look. <laughs> Does G-Mobile really have a 5G? America's largest 5G network. Try it again. Oh my God, you look like a flamingo in this. Okay. <laughs> oh, he did though, and he, his hair was all weird. Yeah. What was going on with that? Yeah. <laughs> I love so it. many questions about that commercial. He was definitely having a hard time during the game because he is a giant Eagles fan. So he did some good and he experienced some bad at Super Bowl 57. Uh, JC from Santa Rosa, which Super Bowl commercial was your fave? It was a beer commercial and it was funny because it had Sarah McLaughlin on it. Yeah. The guy's talking about shelter and whatnot and all of a sudden Sarah McLaughlin pops out of this tent <laughs> and starts talking about, you know, saving the animals and the animals needing shelter and stuff and he's like, This isn't the right kind of shelter and that's a wolf. And you see her like, oh! that was kinda of my favorite one. Wake up in the morning for the rooster. 
Crows. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. The Joker is causing potty nightmares. <laughs> Apparently, extras on the set of Joker 2 are uh, a bit PO'd, literally. TMZ reports that the actors are upset about a lack of bathroom access on the Warner Brothers lot in Burbank, California. And reportedly, extras have been working for over two-hour stretches without a chance to stop and go to the bathroom or even get some water. And I wanted to make a joke. It's like, they've clearly never worked in radio before. Sometimes Tanner and I are in this room for up to five hours, but that doesn't mean that you should do that. Um, when the actors ask, the production staff apparently gets upset if they want to go to the bathroom. One person had to use the bathroom so badly, they had to plead with an assistant director. Now, sources overheard 180 say... Why are you drinking more water? You have to go pee again? Another allegedly said, I've never had to go to the bathroom this much. What do they even do in there? Because uh, they definitely aren't using them. Well, the Screen Actor Guild is aware of these complaints, and the union spoke to the reduction folks, and all seems to be well for now. But I'm just wondering, what's the issue with letting people go to the bathroom? I mean, who cares if it's once every hour? Why does the production crew care so much about people going to the bathroom? And sometimes you can get sick. You can get an illness from not going to the bathroom when you need to. So wouldn't they be more worried about a lawsuit on their hands than these people going to the bathroom so often? And, you know, I know these people are adults. They're not kindergartners. So they don't have to go to the bathroom every five minutes. But still, they shouldn't have to plead with other grown adults to use the bathroom. That's humiliating to be like, please, other adult, please, please, please let me go to the bathroom. Like these, these conditions seem to be very terrible. But do you think the extras on the Shutter Joker 2 are being unreasonable and asking for more bathroom breaks? How often should a person be allowed to go to the bathroom? Uh, could they sue for this kind of treatment? something to say Call me you can get on the radio call froggy 92.9 and tell amber and tanner in the morning right now 636 one hop 636-1467 this is froggy 92.9 you, you, you pretty good at trivia is this a question once you stop testing yourself you get slow my, 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 answer my question or you'll be standing, standing. tall before the man 24% of people who work from home do this on a daily basis. What is it? Here's a clue. It is not taking a nap. Clue number two. Most people do not enjoy it. Here's your final clue. Parents sometimes make kids do them. Maddie from Sonoma, what is your guess for today's Mindbender? Guessing uh, the chores. That's correct! Congratulations to you. You solved today's Mindbender. Yay! <laughs> All right, Maddie, you have won four tickets to the Cloverdale Citrus Fair. It's happening this Friday through Monday. Awesome. Thank you so much. You're going to the Cloverdale Citrus Fair thanks to which morning show? I'm Amber and Tamara in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Well, Rihanna is back and taking the Super Bowl by storm. <laughs> She performed the Super Bowl halftime show yesterday. She did her entire catalog pretty much in 13 minutes. It was absolutely amazing. But fans noticed when our girl Riri hit the stage, she was rubbing her belly, which sparked a lot of pregnancy conversations online. And 
I looked at my phone and I just started getting flooded with texts like, is Rihanna pregnant? Is Rihanna pregnant? Is Rihanna pregnant? So I got my Carmen Sandiego outfit on, <laughs> did some investigating, and I saw that her rep confirmed it last night. Finally, People Magazine released a statement as well. And it's confirmed Rihanna is pregnant with her second child. What a way to announce it, by the way. Just at the Super Bowl halftime show, you don't bring it up whatsoever. And you announce it to the world without kind of announcing it. So people had those conversations across the country. Like, wait a second. Is she? Is she not? I don't know what's going on here. It was great. Cole, as soon as he saw her, he said, she looks pregnant. And I was like, we can't say stuff like that. Because you never know. Yeah. Uh, but she definitely looked pregnant. It was pretty obvious that she was pregnant. I mean, it, do you think so? Yeah, I pretty much knew immediately. But also at the same time, I was talking about it with my girlfriend, Cammy. I was like, well, she just did have a baby not that long ago. And I know it's difficult to make that transition from having a baby to, you know, getting back and uh, doing your thing. But I don't know. I, I was We were going back and forth. But when we did see that a rep confirmed it, we're like, oh, great. Yeah, I was pregnant. <laughs> I know. My friends were like, you found a source. I was like, it's a legitimate source. Rihanna is pregnant. <laughs> yeah. But I saw her rub her belly at one point, but the camera wasn't exactly showing her full figure, so mm-hmm. you couldn't really tell in that moment. But I was like, no, she just confirmed it. She rubbed her belly. Yeah. Just like Beyonce did that one time. She's definitely pregnant. And overall, I thought it was a really great performance. It's been like seven years since she's performed live, and you almost forgot, I, I almost forgot how many hits she actually had. Yeah, it was absolutely incredible. And you know all the words to every song, and I, I'm glad to see that she's back at it again. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was kind of taking it easy. Because she was pregnant. Yeah. You know, she had a lot of backup dancers and stuff, which was phenomenal. I thought they were taking on, like, you know, the bulk of, like, the energy. Yeah. Because our girl's pregnant. <laughs> yeah. You, you don't know? expect her to be doing somersaults and getting all wild. Right. Uh, well, th- here's a fun fact. This makes Rihanna the first pregnant woman to do the Super Bowl halftime show. So we just want to say congratulations to Rihanna and ASAP Rocky on their second baby. It's gonna be a good day With Amber and Tanner in the morning I got some good friends They only good time when they're awesome Today's country Froggy 92.9 Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale On Froggy 92.9 Today on The Neighbor Dispute We're gonna talk to Megan Barry Martindale's representing Airbnb And he's gonna add some additional charges Hello. Hi, is this Megan? Yes, it is. Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services here. I'm calling on behalf of Airbnb. Um, okay. About what? Well, I understand you stayed there about two months ago, and I'm calling about some additional cleaning charges. I understand you left your makeup bag there, right? Yes, I did. According to a report, you also didn't take out the trash and you didn't close the shower curtain? Uh, close the shower curtain? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what? I don't remember that being part of the uh, necessary checkout uh, things. So I don't know. I'm pretty sure I took the trash out. I don't remember that, but I don't. I, I really closing the shower curtain. They're going to charge me for not closing the shower curtain. Is that what you're saying? Makeup bag fee is going to be twenty five dollars. The trash fee is going to be one hundred twenty five dollars, and the shower curtain is going to be sixty five dollars. So it's going to be a total of two hundred and fifteen dollars plus the original cleaning fee. So you're going to owe us two hundred sixty five dollars. Are you freaking kidding me? I am not paying that. You had to charge me a makeup bag fee. 
to put my makeup in the trash can, which is what I'm sure that was done with it because I didn't get it back. Mm. We have... You're going to charge me how much for this? I, I, this is ludicrous. I, I can't even... This is ridiculous. I'm not paying this. I'm not paying this. I will I will definitely be disputing this. Well, You're not getting this money from me. Well, we've already charged your card, and the amount of $265 will be taken out tomorrow morning. Huh, hell no, it won't. I'll call and cancel my card before that happens. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy 92.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm about to have a freaking heart attack over here. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. So did you make any Super Bowl bets? I learned about prop bets yesterday. I didn't know what they were before yesterday. So prop bets... Our proposition bets and involve wagers on the occurrence of events during a game, but they do not directly affect the finals, the final outcome of the game. Yeah. So the prop bet I learned about yesterday was betting on the national anthem. And Chris Stapleton did the national anthem yesterday at the Super Bowl. And I noticed that my fiance grabbed his phone and started a timer when Chris Stapleton started singing. And I was like, what is going on? And as soon as Chris Stapleton ended, he hit the timer and was like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it is it over two minutes. What do you think? And I was like, Cole, what is going on? He's like, I made a prop bet that Chris Stapleton would go over two minutes singing the national anthem. What a fun bet. So he doesn't have Twitter or anything. He's like, can you look on Twitter? Can you Google on Twitter? Can you search on Twitter what the what the national anthem time was? And I was like, what is happening? So that's when I learned about prop bets. I think that's super fun, and prop bets are very fun. Like one that I like a lot is what color is the Gatorade going to be that the that gets poured on the coach? Yeah. And uh, this year's was purple, which I assume that not a lot of people would have guessed. No, that was I looked at that one. It was the lowest one on the list for people betting on it. Yeah. I said blue. Cole yeah. Said, Cole said orange. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I don't like to make bets, though, whether it's prop bets, whether it's game bets, because it kind of just takes me out of the game a little bit. Um, I mean, winning money's great, but I, like when I have bet on games, I just focus on winning money, and it takes the experience of watching a game like the Super Bowl a little bit out of the picture. And you know, I guess yeah. And I said this last week. I don't. I didn't have a dog in this race, so it was kind of fun to you know guess on certain things like this. Uh, but other than that, I can't best bet on anything else other than Gatorade color or <laughs> things like that because I don't know anything about football. I'm just glad that prop bets like this exist <laughs> because it's like the weirdest things ever. It, it's great. Like the coin toss is another example. Uh, but we did ask on Facebook, facebook.com slash froggy929, did you make any Super Bowl bets? Wendy from Santa Rosa said, no actual bets, but I told everyone that uh, it was all about the Eagles. It was gonna be, it was gonna be KC by three, and it would be a tight game. And dang, if I wasn't right, I should have bet. You should have. Time to go to the casino. Uh, Thomas from Roner Park said, "I made a bet that the Eagles would score first. I lost that bet." <laughs> Gina from Windsor said, "I bet that Patrick Mahomes would win MVP. It's a popular option to bet the quarterback of the team you think is going to win the Super Bowl to also win the MVP, as it always pays better than betting the team on the money line." Good to know, Gina. 
It's gonna be a good day. With Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. They only good time when they're awesome. Today's country. Froggy 92.9. Super Bowl 57 is officially in the books, and it was a wild game. A lot of back and forth. The Kansas City Chiefs ended up winning, and it was just a really fun game to watch. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was definitely... An awesome game. I don't know much about football, and even so, I was like, well, what a cool game. Yeah. Personally, I was a little (laughs) upset by the call at the end of the game for the pass interference that went the Chiefs' way. I think it would have been a different game if that wasn't called, and that was a bit of a bummer. I just hope both teams had fun. (laughs) Well, Jalen Hurts and the Eagles probably didn't have much fun after the game, Uh, but there's a commercial (laughs) for the USFL, and the commercial said, eight more weeks until more football. And I was, I said, you hear that, Cammy? That's my girlfriend, by the way. Said, football's coming back in eight weeks, and she goes, "Are you serious? I thought I was in the clear." I was like, Cammy's in football jail too. Yes, absolutely. And uh, football doesn't stop in my household. Uh, you know, I watch a lot of stuff in the off season, and now I can be excited about the USFL, the league that's coming back. Well, that's great. At least you have something to look forward to. Um, if I have any advice to Cammy, it's to just do what you want. Stop relying on Tanner. <laughs> because that's what I did to Cole. Like last weekend, I was like, I'm going to hang out with my friends. Yeah. I can't not watch a single more ounce of football. And I mean, the Super Bowl doesn't count because it was a Rihanna concert. <laughs> but I get it. So she's bummed uh, because, you know, we like to do a lot of things together on the weekend. Um, I mean, there's only eight teams, though. There's not one in the Bay Area. So I probably won't pay a bunch of attention to it, but I'll watch it if it's on, you know. Um, By the way, the USFL season kicks off April 15th in Memphis, Tennessee. There's eight games, and on the Froggy Instagram story, we asked, are you going to watch a USFL, or are you sick of football? And here's what you said. 68% of Sonoma County will not be watching the USFL. With Amber and Tanner. Good morning! Today's country, Froggy 92.9. Sonoma, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? I believe so, yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio so she can't hear them. Kim from Sonoma, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. Okay. Kim, you want to talk some smack for a half a point bonus? Amber, you are going down. <laughs> Good luck, Kim! <laughs> Amber is grabbing her water bottle and sprinting out of the studio as we speak. Her record's 571 wins, 47 losses. She's currently on a 14-game winning streak. Kim from Sonoma, are you ready? Yes, I am. Question one, the Daytona 500 is happening this Sunday. What U.S. state hosts the Daytona 500? Florida. Correct. In the United States? Yes, correct. Question two, Chris Stapleton performed the national anthem at the Super Bowl yesterday. Who won the Super Bowl? Uh, the, uh, the Chiefs. Correct. Question three. Rihanna performed the Super Bowl halftime show yesterday, and she announced that she is pregnant. Will this be Rihanna's first or second child? Second. Correct. Question four. Lainey Wilson says that she feels her parents in every song she performs. Who does Lainey Wilson collaborate with on the song Wait in the Truck? Party. And question five. Which color is an emerald? Green. Correct. I'm going to bring Amber back into the studio. Amber, Amber, Amber. I have some bad news for you. Okay. 
Kim from Sonoma got five out of five today. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Is there any point in even doing it? For fun. Okay, we'll do it for fun, I guess. <laughs> for fun, I guess. Question one, the Daytona 500 is happening this Sunday. What U.S. state hosts the Daytona 500? Florida. Correct. Kim also got that correct. One to one is the score. Question two, Chris Stapleton performed the national anthem at the Super Bowl yesterday. Who won the Super Bowl? The Chiefs. Correct. Kim also got that correct. Two to two is the score. Question three, Rihanna performed the Super Bowl halftime show, and she announced that she is pregnant. Will this be Rihanna's first or second child? Second. Correct. Kim from Sonoma also got that correct. Three to three is the score. Question four, Lainey Wilson says that she feels her parents in every song she performs. Who does Lainey Wilson collaborate with on the song Wait in the Truck? Hardy. Correct. Kim from Sonoma also got that correct. Four to four is the score. And question number five, Amber, which color is an emerald? Green. Correct. Perfect five out of five for both of you. Uh, but Kim from Sonoma did talk smack, which means that Kim from Sonoma, you are now the champion of the Amber Showdown. <laughs> Kim, I am so pleased because not only are you going to see Jason Aldean at the Shoreline Amphitheater in September, but you get to say the phrase. I am smarter than Amber. All right, there it is. Kim from Sonoma, you're going to see Jason Aldean thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner at Frogging 92.9. So do you eat the same thing every day? Want to know what it is if you do? There is no breaking Carrie Underwood from her tour routine. So she's out on the road right now on her Denim and Rhinestones tour. I mean, she plays as many as five shows some weeks. But you know, Carrie, she's super fit. Ripped. Got these amazing arms and legs, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I envy her. I'm like, uh, maybe, you know, Carrie Underwood is fitness goals. Right. So she sticks to like a fitness routine, but she also uh, includes that with her meal plans. And it, she eats the same dinner every night. And Tanner, I think you're going to love this. Uh, her dinner every single night consists of two eggs scrambled and peppered, half of an avocado, pile of veggies including cherry tomatoes peppers cucumbers and then she does some hummus on the side but she says that's the daily meal there's absolutely no exceptions she eats that every day at 5 p.m i respect that i am also somebody that is a creature of habit if i eat one thing it sets the tone for the rest of the week and love that carrie underwood brought up eggs because the diet that i lost a ton of weight which i gained back uh was two eggs a cup of rice and that was it that was my breakfast for like six months every single day. <laughs> Sounds awful. I ended up enjoying You find things to spice it up a little bit. Like one day you add sriracha, you add a seasoning and just you, you can find a way to make it fun. But yeah, like you said, it's not exactly ideal. Well, at least Carrie Underwood was eating like, you know, all these different piles of veggies and stuff. Like you said, spicing it up. You sounded so sad. Yeah. But I'm glad you found different ways every day to make it better. Yeah, you got to one way or another, especially if you're trying to either lose weight or maintain your weight. Uh, but now, it's off the rails. It's McDonald's daily. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, but you do go home and eat eggs a lot. So I, I do. I thought you would really like this Carrie Underwood thing. <laughs> I do. It's cool that Carrie and I have one thing in common, at least. Uh, the what, love of eggs. So, what about you? Do you ever eat the same thing, like, every day? Like, what's something important to you? I've really tried to start eating uh, Special K Red Berries every single day. Yes! I've been going into our, our little break room we have here after the show and eating the special K with red berries because it's not that bad for you. Um, and every time I'm in there eating it, someone goes, well, look at you eating healthy. 
I love Special <laughs> K, and I love that you are eating it all the time. I'm trying. Uh, because I don't eat a ton of cereal, but Special K is like one of my top it's, five. It's so good. Right? It's Amber and Tanner. On demand. The best of the week, right now on Froggy 92.9.